The Red Rum Theater, episode 24, Roadhouse. Welcome to the Red Room Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We are your host, Ernesto Alanese. And I have no script tonight, so I'm going to be <laughs> off the cuff, as Bobo would say on the Howard Stern Show. And I'm Antonio Marino. I'm just going to be looking at Ernie's face all night because I ain't got no damn script. I printed it off at home. It just did. I just forgot about the freaking printer. Dude. It, it just stopped. It just stopped. What's that from? It's Buffalo's Cop. Damn, just stop, boy, man. Dude. Just stop. No, no, that ain't me. From, I'm, I'm from Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so every week we look at one of the movies that helped raise us up. We talk about the movie raises us right and raises us wrong. I'm going to apologize right now to our fans because I forgot how rowdy this movie is. Today we're talking about the Dang. movie Roadhouse and how it taught us that rabid dogs, you got to put them down. It also taught us. Man, on the negative side, it's thinking taught us that if you live by the sword, you die by the sword. And we'll get to that in a little end. So let's go right in the movie. What's this movie about, Tony? What's, 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 the, what's the, the story of this movie? About the best cooler in the business, head bouncer. He's in charge of all the bouncers at the bars. And this dude is so bad, he, he single-handedly turns... Like dive bars around into like hopping clubs, legit. So he's sought after. Now, in, like, in your life, you've been to a few bars in your life. Is this fair to say? I'd say one or two. <laughs> Thousand <laughs> blood ale. Okay, so here's a question: Do bouncers make a difference? Man, I tell you from experience with some of the crew I used to run with. Not at the bars I go to, man. Legit, dude. There, I've been in bar fights so bad. With uh, my homeboys, the Sanzig Twins and and McDonald, Jay McDonald, and all, all my old crew, and the fights would get so bad that you just see a, a line of bouncers standing on the curb just watching us. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, dude. dude! It was like that. Sometimes though, like like back in the day when overtime in Waterford was was still like a good bar, um, there was I knew a lot of the bouncers are big dudes. Um, a lot of times, nothing would really go off because there were so many, and you, you knew them. So, I mean, I, I guess a good a good crew of bouncers, a okay, good crew of bouncers, can, can tame a, a wild bunch down. Um, man, I've seen a lot of bloodshed, though, man. Legit, and, and it's and it sucks for bouncers too because it's a Sue happy world now. I can't imagine because. I can't imagine how it is in the world because if someone's getting a fight and a bouncer's to stop it, can you sue the you sue the if establishment? You get hurt. I mean, it's not like a patron walks in and signs a thing saying, right. oh, I promise one won't sue. I mean, stuff happens in a bar, dude. Wow, the liquid courage gets you way. So in this movie, the Sways, he plays uh, Dalton. The Dal- baddest. And, Thought uh, you'd be bigger. 
<laughs> everyone's, it's, it's funny. He said, everyone says that to him. I thought you'd be bigger, but he's a legend. He's, he's a, a legend, legend in this bro. field. He, he's a, the best cooler. He's such a legend that we're doing a whole month on this stupid booty. So what's the, what's the conflict? He's the best cooler. What happens to him? Um, he gets approached by a guy who's got a bar. Um, he wants to retire, and he wants to, he wants to have a nice establishment. And um, it's just, just the uh, the crowd that comes in there is rowdy. He can't. It's he bikers. Can't, he can't it's have control. Ex-cons. But, but the problem is too, the bouncers he has are idiots. Idiots. They're, they got they're bad tempers. Um, the the they escalate problems. Stealing yep. from them. You got waitresses dealing dope in the bathroom. I mean, it's just it's one of those places where if if you're gonna go out, if if you like, when I was younger. We used to go out to certain bars because we knew there was going to be conflicts. We knew there was going to be fights. We want to go. You there. told me so. Your buddy want to get in a fight. So you went to a certain buddy, bar. It was our cousin, fool. And then we went to the the bank here in Flint. My cousin Eric, who was a Golden Glove boxer. Oh my goodness! He was a G, and he told me one night, "Hey, uh, my boys are getting together. We're going to go to the bank." I'm, I'm trying to get in a fight tonight. I'm telling you, we were there for not even an hour, and it hit. The I floor. can't believe the that. The floor broke so bad, and I had just met these guys this night, so I had to trust that my cousin's boys had my back. I jumped Holy right in. Holy cow, dude! It was insane, man. So Dalton goes to this small, the double deuce, this bar. It's yeah. a piece of crap. His goals turn around, and it, it, it goes okay at first. The thing is, is he he shows up. He's like like uh, the dude from Bar Rescue. He just shows up and just watches, looks around. And the thing is, everybody knows the name, but no one knows the face. Well, yes, because everybody says, "I thought he'd be bigger." Right. And um, the band is jamming, and it's a blind dude jamming on guitar, and he knows Dalton. And and you know the Sways was super excited to see him and stuff. But but Dalton's just looking around, and he's just he knows after being there. Looking around, he knows exactly why the bar's failing. Right. Because he's that good. He knows what employees need to go. He knew he knows the other thing to do. So he fires employees, starts turning things around. But the thing is, in that town, there's a stinking mogul. Man. There's, there's a guy who is a wealthy man. He, he, he's in charge of liquor. He's in charge of selling liquor in the area. And uh, this guy, he's stinking, like, runs the... Uh, he basically shakes down all the businesses in town. Yeah, he wants 10% from everybody just so, for them to do their regular business. Right. He calls it part of, like, the... He um, runs the, the town. The town um, beautification committee. Yeah, something stupid yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. that. He but he's just, he's just... He's a gangster is all he's doing. He's got this muscle that walks around. And this guy is rowdy. This guy causes... He's a mean SOB, dude. And you realize how bad... As the movie goes on, you realize this guy, if you don't pay up to him, he'll make your life a living hell. He burns one guy's... Uh, Stinking uh, auto st- store down. And then that's the, sorry. Man. And then there's that scene that's. How could it happen in broad daylight? There's no way it happened in broad daylight. the cops. He gets a monster truck. Oh, he gets Bigfoot, dude. It's Bigfoot. <sighs> and he, well, because the guy who runs the car dealership was meeting with all the, the local businessmen from town. His owners, yep. And they're trying to figure out what they can do about this to rectify this situation. Well, word got out. And he shows up, dude, at his car dealership. That part is crazy. He drives dude. a monster truck right through this guy's Brand car dealership. Cars, through all these cars. Runs them all over. They're all like Buicks, right? They're all like. It's a Ford dealer. It's a Ford. Fool. I don't know, dude. But, dude, he gets in front of the, the car like, don't run over my place. And they pull him out of the way. It's sad. That's his life. 
It's crazy. But this, 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 who this guy is, he's nuts. He, um, and so it ends up becoming a, a battle of wills between Dalton the Sways and this, this, this landowner guy, this, uh, this bad dude. His name is Brad Wesley. Wesley, yep. And so it, it, that's, the, that's the comfort of the movie is these two men, one versus another. And the thing is, though, is Dalton is the, the new young cat on the scene. Well, Wesley's an old school dude, and he came to this town, and they didn't have anything. Right. He put the strip mall there. He's, you know, he, he, he's... Got a Walmart in town or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Joe, got, JC Penney's like, yeah, he's got, got, JC Penney he's, came because of me. JC Penney's coming here because of me. Like, he, he feels like he made the town what it is. So, he has so the right, he's got yeah. dues, you know. And everybody, should, like, he's pretty much like the mayor. Like, everybody Legit. owes him. Exactly. But he's not, like, he is a mean mug. He's mean, dude. Now, Tony said at the beginning of this, this podcast, it's true. How old were we when we watched this movie for the first time, dude? Man, young, young. Young. I remember, see, I remember certain, I remember fights. I remember um, lines. I remember Sam Elliott. I did not remember how rowdy this film is. It's crazy, bro. This is your classic. It's weird how eighties, like I think more than two thousand. I mean, we like I don't know the Baywatch movie's gonna have some like innuendo, and it's gonna might have might have some sneaking flash. Might have a girl flash the camera or something like that. But eighties, no, that won't happen. On I don't the think Baywatch it will. Movie. I think it'll be just cleavage, won't it? Well, the, the thing is, the Baywatch movie is Zach Efron and The Rock. They're not gonna. They're gonna keep it clean. But they, they're going to swear to dirty jokes but the whole time. I mean, it's, gonna, it's still going to be girls running around on the beach. Yeah, slow-mo style. Yeah. Um, but the thing this is, is... This is like a White Snake video, dude. This movie <laughs> is 80s down. It's nudity, swearing, violence. Insane. It's rowdy, man. This is that movie that would come on uh, late night HBO when we were waiting for everybody to go to sleep to watch. Like, it's I crazy. cannot believe how rowdy this, this film is. very young, dude. Um, so... That's this movie. Now, the cast, you have the Swayze as Dalton, of course. And I'm going to say this, and I don't, don't take this the wrong way, everybody. The Swayze is a specimen in this film. Oh, man. He's not Schwarzenegger. He's not, he's not like, big, but he is lean. He, yeah, well, he's he lean. Is he's, he's strong. Martial arts. He's, he's smart. He's got a stinking philosophy degree, <laughs> which is out it's of left great, field. It's great, dude. It's great. Drives his BMW. I love how he Mercedes, comes Mercedes, fool. It's, I'm, I'm the worst, dude. I love how he comes to town and always buys an old beater. He buys a junker because he knows it's going to get destroyed. And everyone wrecks his car. They slice Stop the tires. through the window. Break his windshield out, dude. It's brutal. Yeah, you, you remember when he's buying the car and that, oh, he's, he, he gives the nod to that old timer because he's throwing spare tires on the back. He's like, I oh, remember the, uh, the car has the, the weird, like, touch that close over the, the dude, headlights. How excited was that car dealer to show him that? He's like, do these work? He goes, you sure do. <laughs> He's staring at him, dude. That's so funny. So those things, when I was young, when we first seen them, I was like, that is amazing. <laughs> Little did we know that was the junker. Dude, um, so you have the sways. And Swayze's right-hand man is Sam it's, Elliott. It's not even his right hand. It's his uh, mentor. Mentor, yeah. And uh, these, like, apparently... Even, even at the beginning of the movie, when, when Swayze gets approached yep. by, uh, what is it, Tilgum? The, the, the owner of the bar. The guy who owns the Double Deuce approaches Swayze, and he says, I'm looking for the best. Swayze tells him, Wade Garrett's the best. That's right. his point. He tells him, Wade Garrett's getting old. I want the, I want the young stud. And that's you. Yeah. I mean, when it starts getting crazy, Swayze, he, he even calls Sam Elliott. 
They so it comes to town, and they're 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 such good friends that like he he lets somebody dance with this girl. Somebody dances with this girl, and he's cool with it because he knows that they're boys. That it's 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 okay. It, it's weird. It's a different <laughs> world, dude. I'll say this though. I'll say this. Sam Elliott's so cool in this movie. I got a buddy of mine out of Chicago, and he's a taller guy. Sam Elliott is has the same hair as Sam Elliott, and so because of that, like my like because Sam Elliott's so cool. Like we all, we all do. We all grab things from people. We do from film. We grab like. Um, I mean, Martin Lawrence for for life, dude. Dang Gina, there it is. Um, he grabbed that phrase. This is a really cool. He grabbed that phrase, Mijo. Yep. Because he, he always calls Mijo, and it's, it's it's a very affectionate term. My boy in Chicago, dude, the Todd father, always called me Mijo, and he got that from the Roadhouse. No one, the Todd father, I, I I can see it now. That he's like a huge Wade Garrett fan, dude. He, he, he almost is Wade yeah. Garrett. He's so cool, dude. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm shocked Todd don't have a motorcycle. He probably <laughs> does. I think he did for a while, dude. But now he's all kitted out, dude. Um, he's got kids. He won one on the way. Dang, Gina. It happens, dude. Shoot. Uh, it happens. Uh, I'm surprised it didn't happen more in the movie Roadhouse, dude. Dang. Holy cow, dude. So Shoot. Elliot's great, and. Um, those are the two, the two main characters. There's a girl in it, but she's not in much after that. The bad guy's not in much besides this. Those are the two main characters. There are some fun characters in the film. Like, my, my favorite, the henchmen of the bad guy are kind of funny, dude. They're kind of fun. The big fat guy, dude, he is a great henchman. I really enjoy watching him be stupid. What is his name in that movie? Uh, Tigger. His name's Tigger. Tigger. At the very end. You see anything, Tigger? Bear fell on me. That's <laughs> great, dude. And he's, he, you know who he is? Who is he? He is, um, what is the, he is Ike from Tombstone. He's just the, exactly he is who he like, is. He's a nobody, loudmouth. He he's needs like, friends. He's with, the, he's with the guys. You know, the, he's with the bad dudes, but he's sorry, man. That's who he, he is. It's exactly who he is. Um. Now, before we get into like a lot of the, the, the scenes of the film, well, what is one of your favorite scenes of this movie, Tony? What do you think? My but, favorite scene is probably when Jimmy and Brad Wesley and them guys come in to the bar. Um, Brad Wesley has this this ace up his sleeve, this tough guy. He he's his young Dalton's buck. Biggest yes competition here. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes into the bu- on the bar floor and he calls out all the bouncers. He looks, got a pool stick ready to fight, dude. And he grabs that and he's fleeing it around like he obviously knows what he's doing. Exactly. And he and, and Swayze gives the nod like go get him. He takes out all these mugs. So then all hell breaks loose on the dance floor. And um, you think Jimmy's going to call out Dalton, but he looks at Sam Elliott and says, "You and Sam Elliott and him go, dude." And it, it's just it's it's Sam Elliott. I mean, Wade Garrett's an old older dude. He's an old guy. He's, he got a bum leg. Yeah, his knees messed up. I mean, he's he's just, he fights like an old man too. But he's got that old man strength. Legit. He's a G, dude. And listen, old man strength is not a it, myth. It's a real deal. It's, there are there are men that I know, 60, 70 years old. The handshake. And they have hands that yep. have worked their whole Darn lives. Roy. Dude, that guy. I know guys. I remember big old Archie Bear. He would literally, like, rip his hands, would break. They'd put super glue oh, yeah. to, like, seal the broken, dried hands. Yep. That is stinking hardcore man, well, you know dude. What? Flea does that on tour. 
No, he doesn't. He plays so hard on his bass, and he and he uses fingers. His fingers tear apart, and he pours glue in, in the in the cuts. Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. dude! But no, like Don Roy, you shake his hand, dude. He's what? He's he's got to be seventy years he's, old. He's yeah. close to seventy. Close to not, seventy, if not seventy. Older man, the guy. I he's a man. If he got man. if he got mad in a room, I'd still be worried. I'd be nervous. I'd, I'd be really be nervous. I'm like, this guy might kill us all. Well, dude. Well, we know back in the day, he was he was, he was, he was a boxing, He was a boxing coach, though. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, he's a bad, dude. Man, he's bad. Old man, I respect that old man's strength, dude. And, and Wade has it. And their fight is pretty awesome because Wade gives it to him. Dude, he gives him all he can handle, dude. And, I mean, he, he starts getting the best of him, then, then Dalton jumps in. Yep. And then uh, Wesley just shoots a gun up in the air and says, okay. We're done. Let's we're go. Done. Dude, when Swayze brings uh, the, the – So that was my favorite scene. That's your, um, my favorite scene, and I remember as a kid, I loved it so much. I don't know why. It was the scene. Better not be the one on the barn, fool. <laughs> no, it's it legitimately is the scene where Jimmy and Dalton fight. I don't know why that fight by the water. By the water, that fight was Too always bad. Jimmy in. Jimmy calls him out. I thought you were good, dude. I, they're, and they're fighting. It's a good one, man. And they're, it's a brutal fight, and they're just bloody and it's beat kind of up. Anybody's fight. It is. It's no like, one's got their hand. It's not like someone, someone's win. It's, it's they're just they're scrapping. And at the end of the fight, dude, the guy oh, pulls man. a gun. I remember this forever. Way, forever. And he tops the gun, and the Swayze grabs his throat with his fingers pulls it and out. rips that thing out of his stinking throat, dude. Well, you know, that's probably why, as kids, we used to grab our throat and kind of feel. I, you dude, know I how did. how easy that is to rip out. I'm like, could that happen? Could you rip man. that thing out? Yeah, And you, you know could. what's crazy? In the back Talk line, to a Vietnam vet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've always thought if something went nuts, dude, I'm going That's for that thing. That's one move you have. Like if, if I was well, desperate. Dude, you know that sick mug that used to always be like, <laughs> if I get attacked by a dog, a, a, a crazy like pit or rattle or something, I'm going to give him my arm, <laughs> let him on it, and I'm sticking my thumb in his eyes. I'm like, Dang, I'm going to push bro. on that grape till it pops, baby. You're that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's like when we were in, uh, we used to have small group when we were kids, and, and uh, me and Sean O'Dell and Josh Alexander, we all had Terry Rubin as our Sundays oh, or as our small group dude, and he was talking about nasty things, and he goes, throw a hamster in the microwave. I'm like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so Sam Elliott. Pop that great. So, that's nasty. Dude, dude, dude. I, 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 that scene was with me my whole life. I thought of that, and I just, I, it was, I'm like, he just lost his mind and killed you that fool. I thought that in the fields of India, dude. Jeez, <laughs> throat, dude. Throat, throat, throat. <laughs> but uh, now, we said last week, before we even came on this episode, that we love Sam Elliott. Now, dude. You know why when I love Sam Elliott so much? Probably because he's always got dope hair. His hair is dope. <laughs> I love that voice of his. How dude. about that mustache of his? Why, dude? He's a one in the movie Up in the Air. He has one scene. His stash is legendary. Uh, Up in the Air with George Clooney. George Clooney's in it, and George Clooney is trying to get to the 10 million mile mark. He flies everywhere for business, okay. and at the end, he after his so life it's literally up in the air. His <laughs> life falls apart. His life is it, it bottoms out. He realizes all his kind of goals are lame. And right when he's kind of bottomed out, then he breaks the goal for that he had the whole movie, the 10 million miles. And when you break the goal, like the owner of the company will be on the plane to meet you and credit. And, and Sam Elliott walks out, dude. <sighs> and the pilot thing in his stash is incredible. He's got some, dude, his stash in Tombstone. Forget about it. His hair in Tombstone. Dude, those guys, 
all real facial hair in that yeah. movie. I can't believe those are real statues. Russell's ain't no joke. Man, those are good. His stash is the only one that had an attainable mustache. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The only one that seemed like a normal. Even Johnny Ringo's stash was badass, oh, dude. dude. He's got that wa- that wax curls that mug at Ooh, the end, dude. I love it, dude. I think our boy from uh, Red Run or from uh, Not Your Pastors isn't Jason. Does does he does wax the end? His? I don't know. I, I know he's got a mighty beard. I don't think his stash is mighty. I think he's only his beard is mighty. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry, dude. I know um, my ex-girlfriend, Sarah, her brother, Josh Cash, has the baddest. Actually, Josh and um, what's, what's the other brother? I know Josh. Aaron and Josh Cash, their mustaches are awesome. They both they both curl. Oh, that's awesome. I don't have the patience. I, I, don't, I, don't, I get annoyed because it gets, it gets on my lips and tickles dude, it, dude. Man, I don't know how they do it, bro, but it's dope. Once you get long enough to, to, yeah, you, to shape you can, it, you're yeah. the man. Yeah, but g- good luck getting there. Ooh. It's like it's just like haircuts. You know how many times I try to grow my hair out? In, be- in between stages, the worst ever. You're like a dang peach. So Elliot, great hair. His voice, that gravelly, just man voice, dude. Um, he has a couple commercials out now that I like. He played, um, I watched this cartoon called... Uh, Tell me that ain't dope is a That's mug. That's a dope stash, dude. Josh Cash, we're giving you mad love on this We're going to put a picture of this, his stash online, dude. We should, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's, we'll, it's, we'll link to it, dude. It, dude, it's a G, <laughs> dude. It's a G stash. Um, but uh, he was in a cartoon called The Good Dinosaur. He plays a t- T-Rex dad. Who does? Sam Elliott. And his voice of that T-Rex is you is brilliant, dude. Just like gravelly goodness. So here's, a, here's a question. Has Sam Elliott... Had three great films. Now we have a thing we do called yeah. the greatness test here in the Red Room Theater. We ask a question: Does this actor or actress has he been in three movies that will stand the test of time? Three movies that are like like, like this movie. It's not a great film, but it's a nostalgic '80s awesome fest. You know, it's good. But it's not Godfather. You know what I'm saying? This is what it is. Um, it's okay, we'll get to what it is. But um, does Sam Elliott has he been in three great films? And right away we're throwing in Tombstone. Tombstone's a Tombstone great is film. One of the best westerns of all time. It's it, will, it will be. It will always be one of the best westerns of all it's time. It's crazy how good that movie is. The dialogue, the acting, the characters. Um, there's, I mean, I quote that movie all the time. Everybody does. Everybody does, dude. I say, listen, ask me a like, The other day, I got asked to go help a buddy out, dude. He asked me to stick and save his butt on a Saturday night. And he's texting me, and I'm not answering. He's like, come on, are you in or in? In or out, in or out. I wrote back. I'm your Huckleberry. It's a line I use all the time, dude. Is that when you came back from vacation? That's exactly what I did, Dang, dude. I know you didn't want to. Like a I didn't want to. like me, dude. I'll stare at the phone like, shoot. I don't want to. Think it's like Henry. He's like, I don't, you know if I call you three times in a row, it's serious. I'm like, dang, <laughs> dude. You know I got to answer. Because then I get curious. <laughs> legit, legit, dude. Um, so Tombstone, that's one. What else we got for Sam Elliott? Man, for me, I, it's been a movie that I've loved forever since I was a little kid. I've watched it with mom when I was like five or six. Mask, not I'm with the mask. Mask. I am with you. So Eric Stoltz is born with a condition where what is it called? I don't know what it's called. It's almost like an elephantitis type. Thing yes, his face, face. Yeah, grows and he's big, it's big old head, big old noggin. Sam Elliott is Cher's ex boyfriend, who's still a really good friend. But they were rowdy bikers, drugging, drinking, and he starts coming around again, and you could tell. The kid loves him, and you know he was. Man. That's a hard movie, dude. It's a real hard movie, and I don't think it gets a lot of love. But I think it, I think it is a great film. I really I think do. More more older generation got mad love for that. I think you watch it right now; it holds stinking up, dude. It does for me, dude. It does, man. And, I, and dude, and who owns that soundtrack? 
Bob Seger. That's a Bob Seger soundtrack? That soundtrack, dude. Nice, dude. What? That points for that. And third, dude, our, th- our third is for the dude. It's the Big oh, Lebowski. Yeah. Elliot has a great role. He he's is, the narrator. He narrates the whole movie, but then he's in the movie too. Right. He's very, sitting at the bar. He's he's through the whole movie. He's at the bar. Yep. He's he's always there. What's he? Well, it was the first time I I knew that um, Sarsaparilla was root beer. <laughs> I'm like Sarsaparilla sounds strong, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's three great films. So Sam three, Elliott. I'll tell you what. I'll give him a uh, give him the mad give the mad props, dude. Uh, what what is uh, what is that honorable mention? I have a feeling a lot of people are going to hate this, but there's a show on Netflix called The Ranch. There's two third seasons coming out in June. And you can't wait, dude. I, st- I started rewatching season one today. <laughs> Sam Elliott is the dad. Ashton and the bearded dude from that '70s show are the sons. Deborah Winger is the mom. And then um, end of, uh, halfway through se- season two, Fez shows up, and he's a, a ranch hand. And the girl from the blonde from a Girl Next Door is the girlfriend. Like the show is so funny, dude. It's a it's a Netflix original. Uh, there's the the clap track, the audience laugh track, it's, it's like, it's like and there's f bombs. It's crazy. It's like watching Full House with f bombs. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It, and Sam Elliott is the old, mean, stubborn ranch hand dad. Owns the ranch, and his kids work for him. It's awesome because he's so awesome. It, it's a comedy, but it's real sometimes. And Deborah Winger, and she's a, she's amazing. She's a legend, dude. She's still pretty. Legit, dude. Not like she wasn't offering a gentleman, no way. (laughs) (laughs) Or stinking urban cowboy, dude. Now, um, let me look at my script, see what's next. You're so stupid. Buster Douglas. Listen, if you want to help out our podcast, we actually go to iTunes Podcast Store and give us a five star rating. If you leave us a five star rating, we will send you if you five star rating, we read it online, read it on the air, we will give you swag. Free Wizzag. swag. We got buttons, we got stickers, we have awesome red rum gear for you. So Go on iTunes and leave a review for this podcast. Easy to do. Say why you like it. We'll read it on air, and we'll hook you up. So with that said, um, let's go ahead and talk about how this movie raises wrong, raises right. Who, uh, do we have one? No, I, I don't have a five-star. I, I no new reviews this week. Dang, Jenny, you guys are slizzacking. Slacking. And I've, heard, I've had four people this week tell me how they love the podcast. You know who you are. You tell me how much you love it. Yeah, but you know what, though? Like me, I, I've been trying to do a stinking review for Not Your Pastors forever, <laughs> and I, don't, I can't figure the damn thing out. Okay, I'm like, next week, I will sh- tell you how to do it, okay? Next week, I'll go step by step at the very end so it doesn't bore you to tears, okay? So... Raised us right. I didn't know if this was raised us right, but it's in there. This is kind of right and wrong, but it's and it's I hard. Like it. <laughs> um, you know, let's switch them. This is raised us, the raised us right is you live by the sword, die by the sword. That's because okay. here's the thing: in this movie, Swayze is the best, dude. Swayze he's the is baddest, dude. he fights. He's always on top. He's, you know what's sweet though is when. Uh, Wade Garrett's trying to talk to him in the barn. <gasps> Swayze throws that stinking punch at him, dude. And he and catches, he catches that the mic, punch. Dude. He's like, you don't want to go there, mijo. No, oh, dude. <laughs> it was incredible. It was the first time Swayze was like, damn, dude. <laughs> he, he, he just big brothered my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that scene is it's kind of beautiful. Powerful, he's like, He's like, listen, let me tell you something. I can learn as much as you, from you as you learn from me. 
I love you, mijo. Like, it's man love, do, dude. Yeah. Pie never said it before in his life, never said it again. Right there's all you get. Well, no, you ain't going to say it again. He's got a knife in the chest. Dude. That's what I'm talking oh, about well. is that Swayze is stubborn. Yeah. He's angry. He feels personally challenged by this guy. And he, well, he says, game. he says, he, uh, he says what? Um, he picked me. He picked me. And he effed and he up. he effed up when he did it. He's like, I never lose. The thing is, too, is, is like he pretty much, after the, after the worst things ever are happening, in his mind, he's like, challenge accepted. It's to him. It is a chess game. He has to fight and beat this guy. And it cost him his best friend. That was the worst, dude. Wade gets seeking. Swayze's a decent crier. Real good crier. Like, uh, he got my ass. I was like, dang, dude. We oh. like, let's go get the knife, pull the knife out of him. And he's, yeah, he doesn't want to touch the knife. Gotta pull it out, dude. And it, oh. that pain on his face is so. And then he brings that knife with him. Yes, he does, dude. Dang. Um, what a stinking movie, dude. Here's the thing about violence. He's not going to be a violent person. Is It's going to. There's always someone better. That's the best line he says in that movie. When, when he's sitting there and he's got to get stapled up by the doctor. And she says, do you ever win a fight? And he looks at her and says, nobody ever wins a fight. What's funny is the movie doesn't even live that way, though. The Heck mo- no, it doesn't. Like, he, he says it. He contradicts himself the first time she goes to see him at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> that line is the best line, and that thing is true. And sometimes there are fights and no one wins. And you know what? The same is with us, too. I mean, you, I mean, with anybody, you know what's right and wrong, but you're still you're like um, – uh, my, one of my good friends, Adam Vogel, we used to train together, and we used to talk about fighting and how people think it's barbaric, they think it's caveman, especially like mixed martial arts. One thing he used to always tell me, he said, dude, uh, you know, sports are cool, but the thing about fighting is that is the ultimate way a man tests himself. Dang Fighting straight. somebody is the ultimate test of, what, you know, that's like, it's, it's, I'm a, uh, Lifelong fan and studier of martial arts. Um, it's, it's there's something beautiful about it. I watch fighting, and I'm not watching it for the blood. I'm not watching it for the the knockout. I'm watching two artists. Yeah, test one another. It's just like it's just like I don't you, boo when it fights because I'm watching these two warriors. I, I hate when the drunk idiots and on a UFC when it's not just. You know, blood bath and yeah, they're booing. Well, you know what? It's called a chess fool. It's not checkers. I mean, when you guys look at when you start fighting, you watch them. I love watching them dude, testing one another. Yeah, they feel each other oh, out, it's, and it's a respect. That's how thing. it is. Because yeah. these, you, you, you think you're too bad. You get put down, dude. It yeah, happens. You know what? Think, think about Ronda. Think about stinking um Silva. Silva. They finally felt they they're broken now. Fedor. I mean, the, the <sighs> best. There's no. Uh, there's no legends anymore because the sport is like advancing so rapidly that you can't hold that belt for that. I mean, look at look at Rhonda. She got beat by Holly Holm. Then Holly Holm gets beat by Misha Tate. Then Misha Tate gets murdered by the current champ, who's killing everybody. And it's just like whew, you. I mean, it it is an art form. They dude. said no one could beat Rhonda. They said, dude, Joe Rogan even had a, he had to tell he had to, he had to say he came out on his podcast and said I was wrong to say that Rhonda could beat guys. He's like. Because she was beating people so fast Right And then when she actually had to fight somebody It was like, oh dang Holly Holm gave her too yeah. much Gave her a lot, dude um, But we it, it's a thing that I know deep down Like, it, The thing is, I know deep down Ultimate that way to test yourself, dude I know that violence 
can hurt those I love. Think about American History X. Who does hate hurt? It doesn't hurt him. It hurts his little brother, dude. Or how about A History of Violence? That movie's The insane. violence spills over and burns Into his whole his family. Kids. Yeah, dude, yeah. And that's what it does. It does infect. I have that anger, and I say things sometimes. Could you imagine if your poor wife seen you beat somebody down in the street or something, dude? She told me she'd be afraid of me. Man. That's what it would cost me. See, my big mistake is I'm, t- I, I'm too busy hanging out with girls to get turned on by that job, <laughs> dude. <laughs> You're dating uh, the Goodfellas girl, dude. I got to admit, it turned me on. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Karen. 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 <laughs> Or one thing Shad Street always 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 say, like one line from a movie, dude, he'd always be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I probably shouldn't have said his last name. I just no. threw it into the bus. <laughs> so raise us right. We know that we know that violence can it's gonna burn us. Yeah. We know it. We, we know t- that and, Watch, it can, and this is like a prime example. It's gonna mess everything up, dude. It's dude, you lose your cool like, I remember and the kid we grew up around violence so much. Dude, remember we used to remember that open house when we were little kids? Yes! Dude, f- men just fighting, dude. Blood everywhere. You're like, dude. People holding their head, yeah, just, just bleeding. Blood coming out, dude. Like, this is a sticking high school graduation. Holy party, cow, dude. I'm, I'm, I just, so that's how raise, what raises us wrong is we, deep down, we think. There's a, there's a movie called True Romance, which we'll touch someday. Oh, we're going to touch, dude. We're going to fondle that mug. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I might get a stick of restraining some, order on a DVD. Someone call Frontline, dude. <laughs> have to call Chris Swanson because I got a restraining order on a DVD, dude. <laughs> You're like Rob Schneider in uh, Zohan. Goat, goat. Oh, <laughs> dude, that's the most underrated comedy ever. That movie is hilarious, that dude. That scene is actually funny. He <laughs> loves that goat, dude. He's petting that dude's, it's that dude's beardless chin, dude. <laughs> so, we there's this, in true romance. There's this crazy uh, thing in the movie where they there's a device in the film where Christian Slater is crazy. He's like legitimately certifiably insane. Yeah, and he his his uh, guardian angel. What would you say? He, he consults with his prayer life is to Elvis. Yeah, and Elvis will show up and talk to him, played by Val, Val Kilmer, Kilmer dude. and his Elvis is good. It's amazing. And he dude. tells him, remember when he's just singing, I get so lonesome, he's playing the drums on his knee, I'm like, dang! It's crazy! He's got the ring, the horseshoe ring, dude, I'm like, dang! So, in that movie, Kilmer says about this, we gotta save some of this, he dude. Say, he says, though, he goes, he goes, okay, okay, you're making your point here. Yeah, okay. He's, what does he say? He says, um, he's a rabid dog. Yeah, put him down like a dog. Like he's a, in that line, put him down like a dog. Yeah, that sat with us forever. And it sticks with me. And in this movie, Brad, this the bad guy, he is a he, bully. He's so like ruthless too. And he believes he's untouchable. Yeah. He believes he just will push harder and push everyone around and no one can put him in his place. And we know these guys. They and, exist and, and, everywhere. And, and, and he's surrounded by yes men. Yes, he is. He, he, he believes his own press. He believes he's untouchable. And he's a rabid dog. Owns the cops. And, man, I have met people in my life who fit this bill. And in me rises something. I want to be the one to put them down. Dude, I'll tell you what right now, man. That, that 
that fight I told you about that we got into, and all the bouncers were on the curb. Right. There was a, it was a uh, me and my boys were fighting a whole crew from Clarkston that night. Oh my goodness! And there was a guy that was in that crew that was supposed to be the guy. Uh, he was and, the, he was Dalton. He was he was Wade. And I squared up with this guy because you wanted to know. And my my good buddy um, Jericho, his wife Anna, after the fight was over, was said. I have never seen you like that, and that was scary. And I told her, I said, well, would you rather me be on the other end? They called me Donkey Kong after that because <laughs> when I hit, when I knocked him down, I ground-and-pounded him to, to nothing. And he was literally, and this was the guy, like the, he, he had a name. And I, and I put him down so bad, he was literally screaming out for me to stop. Oh, my goodness. And I looked up, and... and Tim Sanzig's in the middle of throws, and he Tim Sanzig had a broken hand. He was smashing people's heads with his cast, and there was a split second when we stopped. When I stopped, and I looked over, and Tim Sanzig and me made like eye contact, and he looks at me, and goes, "This ain't no wrestling match. There ain't no referees out here." And I was like, "You're right." <laughs> like he's like, "We stopping for a fool. We got to fight the finish, dude." But that's like you're saying. Okay, I'll tell you how deep this goes. I was in college. Now listen. Oh, you don't man. know. You don't know me. I went to a Bible college, dude. Yeah, but the you premier guys were Bible the, college in the nation. Yeah, in the okay? country. And stinking, we're world there. Famous Bible world college. famous Bible college. And I'm out there. Yeah, you guys were. And there was this rowdy, kid. There was this though, kid in college one day. And he's a white boy from Georgia. We called him Peach. He's from Georgia. And this kid. You can't make this crap up. This kid. What does Jimmy say? I used to f guys like you in prison. <laughs> <laughs> this guy takes a like a look, look, it's like a almost a broom handle broken half, like a broom handle sized thing broken half. Puts tape all around it and writes on this piece of wood, "nigger beater," and walks around our campus and he taps black guys with it and laughs. And him and his crew, his crew, he's got a big old crew. It's only on campus he does it, only only on our school campus. Tell him to go to the sting of Southside with that. Oh, and so I I know kids that come to me like, I don't know what to do. I'm trying to be in this Bible college and do the right thing. I'm trying to be a pastor, and I want to kill this guy. So he gets expelled. Why was he in Bible college? He gets expelled. But when he gets expelled, his parents come up from Georgia and defend him, saying, Well, we come from this word doesn't mean anything bad. It's not as it's we didn't know it was offensive like this. What? And they don't they don't correct their son. They can try to defend him to the stick and wall. So he goes away for a semester, then comes back. And all his boys celebrate his back. He's kind of popular. I don't know how, but girls like him. He's got boys. What? This guy's popular, okay? Now he had money? I don't know what he had, but he was a presence on our campus. And the, the, our floor, the great floor 10. Yeah, you guys were rowdy. Was Knuth in that floor? Yes, he was. You guys were rowdy, dude. We were, dude. Knuth, Knuth the Todd father. Oh. We, we had some guns on Even our floor. Even Compton ain't no, he ain't scared, dude. He's not, he's not scared, but. Yeah. <laughs> that's all he brings to the table um, is that lack of fear. But. <laughs> Oh, he's got big bad friends. Yes, he does. <laughs> Literally, come back and he's just back to it, proud, arrogant, Jeez. unapologetic. Now, now in our days, college days, people all want all the safe space and don't say offensive things to me. Well, in my heart, 
I wanted to put this guy down like a dog because this guy was, he was a, a racist. He wore it openly. He made others feel small around him. And so we wanted his blood and everyone knew it. And they said, listen, if you want him, we'll give you, it's all, it's all tent on campus, let's deal with it. We'll meet on this plaza at this time. We'll have our guys. And you can, if you can get through our line, you can get to him and beat him up. We'll give you, a, we'll, we'll do like a 30 minute fight. And when it's over, we're all good. No more crying about it, we're talking trash, no more dirty looks, it's over. Like, you know what? We take the bet, we take the deal. Give us 30 minutes to have at this guy. Too bad I don't even know how you made it 30 minutes. That's the longest fight it, it was, ever. It was, well, the thing is, at first, though, it was a lot of, like, st- stand, standoff, oh, yeah, talking. Trash, like, yeah. is this really going to happen? And when it started happening... You're waiting for the first person to make the move? It was really rowdy. Like, I got real hurt this night. Like, real hurt. They brought out a few ringers. Where did you go? Like, was it a field? It was literally a, in, in the middle of a plaza. Like, literally, it's, I can't believe we're going to get arrested. I can't believe they're going to get expelled. We fought in the middle of the campus, dude. But it was late. It was like a week. No one was around. And we just went to war. And you know what we wanted? We wanted to break through that line and get our hands on this guy and teach him humility. Dude, that is insane. Yeah, well, you guys were crazy. <laughs> Dude, I remember looking up, fighting a guy, looking up, and the Todd father had broken through that line. He had this guy by the neck. He had an arm up in the air ready to come down and end this guy. And one of his boys speared him from behind and got him off, dude. It was a war on that field, dude. Nobody got him. A few guys got licks, but not much. But we called it a... And you know what? He did. After that was over, he was... He didn't heal him. Didn't teach him. But he stinking respect us a little bit after that was over. That's what's in there, dude. His desire to, to humble the proud. To take vengeance... On the bullies that, 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 that just, I mean, think about in high school, or junior high even. I, and, and remember, and, junior uh, high for me was a lot worse than high school. Oh, it was crazy. Remember in, in elementary, I that huge growth spurt, I bullied the bullies. Yeah, but then you became a bully. I know. I did the same thing. But that is in there. If I see someone being a jerk somewhere, I want to get involved. I want to be the one to teach that guy lessons, dude. I do. And that's going to get me in trouble bad one of these days. Especially where we're living. Oh, shoot. Because the problem is, uh, like, the, the newer generations now, nobody wants to fight no more, dude. They'll pull a knife or a gun. Yeah. Knife. Got, you, it's a gun. <laughs> a knife, I got a chance. Gun, you're done. I got done. a fighting chance. Gun, all right, man. Shoot. <laughs> so that's in there. And at that desire to put down rabid dogs... Is, it's 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 real, man. I can't wait to do true romance now, because that whole Elvis segment talking to him—that's so he that tells him. that guy, the guy you had to fight with, Clarkson guy. You knew his rep, and you wanted to go head up with him. Well, I didn't know. It, it just so happened me and him clanged. But my one of my buddies that was with us, who's from Clarkson, was with our crew. Knew all those guys. So this poor guy was pretty much in the middle trying to break us all up because he was oh, friends with everybody. Man. But he told me after he was that was the guy that you got. And I was like, that too bad the guy was crying. <laughs> and we're like in our mid-20s, bro. He didn't he didn't tangle. He that that was that was probably 
six months before I started training mixed martial arts. Holy cow, Because Tony. it, it, it got to a point where it's just so dangerous. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you took bar fighting and started fighting in the ring. That's it's a good thing you chose, dude. But, uh, man, holy cow, that got real. Um, that raises wrong. Too bad Ernesto just dropped the N-bomb. On air. <laughs> hey, listen, listen. I was telling a story. I can't be afraid of uh, uh, this politically correct nonsense all the time. But listen, dude, just don't try to go fly United, fool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Ali, you had chosen to get off this plane. Well, I ain't leaving. It's because yeah. I'm Mexican, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Four cops, <laughs> F me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot, dude. Now, listen. This is week number two. Dude, on Howard's turn, they were talking about that, and they were playing the clip of the Chinese dude screaming, the Japanese dude screaming. Chinese. <laughs> Chinese dude. And Howard goes, man, Leonard Skinner didn't even scream like that right before they hit the ground. They're like, shoot, we're done. <laughs> oh, shoot, dude. No, this is week two of the month of the Sways. Next month is kind of the most nervous one of all of these. Because Ghost... Next week, fool. Next week. Ghost, I remember loving this film. Oh, here's the problem. Neither one of us has seen it in about 20 years. It's true. Like I, My memories are all wonderful and laughable and good. Orlando? <laughs> Man, what'd you do to your hair? It's autumn sunrise. <laughs> <laughs> so we're getting into it. And How do we remember stuff like that from 20 years ago? I don't know. Ago? It's in there, though. But watching Ghost and want to see if it holds up and we're going to talk about it. If it doesn't hold up, it's going to be hilarious. It's going to, we're going to burn that book. If it, yo, the movie's going to burn to the ground. Who gives a rip, dude? Talk about uh, poor Demi Moore having to make out with Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> we'll get there. So, um, as always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. And we'll see you next week on the Red Rum Theater. Push her breath.